Welcome to Cake Money Confidential, hosted by your girl, Taylor Quinn. I'm a business mentor, wife, mom, projector, Enneagram 3, cancer sign, and making money is my love language. Around here, we believe business gets to be wildly profitable and fun as fudge cake. In 2020, my first full calendar year in business, I made over $400,000 cash while full-time teaching, wifing, and growing a tiny human. Because I combine the woo and the work, I know I can have it all, and I'm here to teach and show you, you can too. You ready for an episode so juicy it should be confidential? Grab a slice of cake and let's dive in. What the heckin booty should we say heckin booty or heckin bob should we vote (laughs) what the heckin booty is up (laughs) that one sounds ridiculous okay what the heckin booty is up i don't know i kind of like it okay anyways listen listen i'm so excited for today's episode because today we are going to be chatting why the hell should somebody buy your offer right and i'm going to be running no Walking? Yes, maybe. Either way, we're going to be talking about three questions that I always ask my clients. Okay. When we're like vibing in Boxer or we're on our call and we're, we're planning for, you know, upcoming open enrollment for their offer or they're creating an offer, like whatever it is, these are the three questions that I always ask. Okay. Now, a lot of people talk about this in terms of unique selling proposition or USP, and I love that, but it's just super fancy business jargon that simply means why the fuck should somebody buy your offer? (laughs) And okay, before we dive in, here's the thing. Here's what's super important for you all to know. Most people are going to buy your offer because of you. Listen, it is no secret that the online industry is becoming more and more saturated, but the most empowering thing that you need to know is you are literally the only you. Okay? Yeah, you. That's what I said. Okay? So they are going to buy your offer because of you. What you eat, how you wear your hair, how you make your coffee, if you hate coffee, or whether or not you restock the TP with the little flap on the top or the bottom, whether you get ready or you just wear PJs all day or you have your hair in a bun, how you do your messy bun. Do you curl your hair? Do you use a curling iron? Do you crimp your hair? I've been really wanting to look into crimping my hair, by the way. Or whether or not you put carrots in your mouth, you dance around like a wild woman and talk about poop and business all the time. Okay. Does that sound like anybody, you know, (laughs) but seriously. So the first thing that I want to tell you is if you want to increase your sales, start being more you unapologetically. Okay. So there's that. And wow, 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 wow. What a simple one, right? So beyond that, right? Messaging strategy and how you position your offer are all so freaking important. How you position an offer as it connects to your story huge. Okay. And this is the difference between offers that sell and those that don't. So we're just going to dive right in. Okay, fam. All right. Number one. So the first thing that I have them do is I say, Hey, fam, pitch me your offer in three sentences or less. Like we could do less. That would be cool too. Right. And what I do is I actually have my clients type it out. Right. So I actually want this written, not just, I don't want them to verbalize it. Even if they do, I actually have them type it because what happens is When they write it out in front of them, it really challenges them to be less wordy. Because here's the thing. So many pitches are so unnecessarily long. Like half the pitches I see online, I am lost by slide two. (laughs) 
I am so not kidding. <laughs> right? Like, it's so important of like as consumers of social media that we pay attention to these things. And I just know myself. And if you are pitching stories upon stories upon stories upon stories at a, at a time, like I, I'm not here to say like, don't pitch your offer every day. I'm here to say like, pitch your offer every day. Okay. <laughs> Selling is self-care. Let's just get that straight. Pitch your offer multiple times a day. Pitch multiple offers multiple times per day. <laughs> That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, is that when you get on to pitch your offer and you use like eight, 10, 12, whatever it is, Instagram story slides, I'm like, next. Like my intentions, man, is not that long. Okay. People love short form content. Now we're going to get into that in just a second. But anyway, so many pitches are so unnecessarily long with a lot, a lot of redundant words. Okay. Here's the thing. Instagram stories, they have a four slide max when recording for a reason because they understand how their consumers consume content and what makes them stick around. Okay, so my rule of thumb is, is that I literally only, like y'all will rarely see me pitch talking to camera over four slides, like rarely. And my rule of thumb is that if I go over the four Instagram story slide max, so that equals one minute, right? Because they're each 15 seconds. So if I go over that, it's because I'm leading with educational content I'm leading with a behind the scenes or storytelling, right? Or my intuition is telling me like just pop up on there and riff. But truly, like if it's going to be around the eight mark, I'm just like, this just needs to be alive. Like I don't even know why I'm trying to just on Instagram stories <laughs> because first off, it's super freaking annoying to caption all that. But then I just move over to live. Okay, so there's that. Okay, so the first thing again that I have them do is actually type out, write out a pitch for their offer in three sentences. Now from here, I look at it. And I respond back and I'm like, what does your pitch look like without X, Y, and Z? And so what I will actually have them do is remove any of the overused verbiage. So examples of overused verbiage, especially in the online space, is foundations. Like how many times have you heard somebody pitch the business foundations or nutrition foundations or literally the foundations of like anything, right? Or balance or numbers, or numbers. Okay. And this is really important to note. Like, obviously, you will have pitches where you mention the numbers, whether it be non monetary or monetary. But it's important that you have such, like, you are so connected with your offer and you have such clarity around what your offer is and why somebody should invest that you also pitch it without the numbers. Okay. Because I feel like a lot of people, especially if, again, their offer has something to do with numbers, they really lean in on the numbers and that can get really redundant, right? And also people are seeing number pitches all day long. And a few example of these, like I literally, if it's safe to do so, right? <laughs> like raise your hand if you've ever heard this. Hit your first 5K, sign your first client, lose 20 pounds, learn the foundations up. And it's just because these phrases are so often used. So what I'll have my clients do is get rid of them, remove this from their three sentences and pitch me their offer without it. Because what happens is they are truly put in this position where they have to understand the heartbeat of their offer and why somebody should invest in this offer without knowing any numbers at all. Okay. Because again, a lot of people in the online space, they get comfortable pitching their offer with numbers. And here's the thing. A lot of times they just end up blending in, right? We were on a cake money method call just the other day. And, you know, one of my clients was asking me about her upcoming masterclass. And she was asking me how she could create some more momentum around it. And I said, okay, beautiful. Pitch me your masterclass right now. So she pitched it. And I just said, 
I love you so freaking much, but I've literally heard that pitch a million times in the online space. And then I looked at everybody and I said, raise your hand if you've ever heard that pitch. Everyone raised their hand, right? And so from there, asked a series of questions so that she could really have a deep understanding and connection to her offer. Because if we're using pitches that people hear all day long, they're just tapping by, right? They can literally get that information anywhere or that's what they assume because of the way you're pitching it, right? So it's so important that we remove verbiage that is overused or phrases that are overused, okay? And if there's any numbers, remove them so that you can connect with the heartbeat of your offer. Yes, you can still use pitches. Like you'll see me use numbers in my pitches, but I also use pitches that do not have numbers and it just shows like a next level of understanding and a connection and positioning, right, of your offer. And so when you pitch your offer, you want somebody to hear your pitch and the way that you talk about your offer, whether it's storytelling from educational content, like however you format selling or pitching, you want your community to hear that and be like, okay, fuck yes. Okay. Like, what is she talking about? I want to know more. Or like, oh my gosh, I can so relate. And side note, I want you to think about this as a consumer, right? You can get so damn good at sales just by thinking about how you buy, truly. And I want you to think about what's going through your head the next time you're interested in somebody's offer and just really simply ask yourself, like, why? Why am I interested? You know what I mean? Okay. The last thing, the last question I ask is what role does this offer play in your life? And then from here, what we do is we create an offer story and we really paint this picture because this right here is what allows other people in your community to really connect on an emotional level to the transformation that you're offering and they can really see themselves in it. Okay. Now, obviously from these three questions, and there's more questions, right? There's going to be more questions just as we are moving through this together. I'm going to have questions to get even more clear on their offer and even more clarity around how they want to convey this and how they want to position it, right? But the thing is, is that this is a great place to start, okay? And then from here, what we do is we formulate written copy, sales pitches that they do online, sales pages. And this just allows their offer to cut through industry noise, okay? Now, bonus tip, bonus. Are you ready? Do not, do not, do not pitch your offer reading a script. You're going to script the magic right out of your offer, right out of the information that you're saying. And I like my clients in Boxer or even like on a video call or whatever, if they are pitching me their offer and they're reading from something, I'm like, put it away. I can tell immediately because a lot of people, like, let's just be honest, a lot of people are not natural born actresses. And you have to be a straight up really freaking good actress or actor, whatever, however you identify, to be able to read from something and give it a lot of emotion and to care about it. Because a lot of times when you read from something, it just comes off very robotic, right? And that's like another thing when I'm when I'm listening to some people's podcasts, I can just tell that they're reading from a script and that's cool, like whatever, whatever works for you. But the thing is, is that it just so much emotion is lost in it, right? So that's the thing. As I say, Let's write all this out, but then do not read from it. Like when you go to actually sell, do not read from this. Okay. Um, okay. Those are the three questions. Your homework is to choose one of your offers and answer these three questions and work through this. Okay. All right. I hope you found this helpful. I love you all so freaking much. And if you would love to support this podcast, 
there's such a simple way that you could do that. Literally just screenshot this episode and share it with your Instagram community and tag me. It is so freaking simple. And y'all, I'm going to be honest with y'all. I bust my little booty hole for this podcast. And don't get me wrong. I love it. I love it or I would not be doing it. But I would absolutely love if you all love this, if you just shared it with your Instagram community, because that helps us make an even bigger impact, right? Okay. I love you all so freaking much. I'll talk to you next week. Bye, y'all. Podcast fam. Listen, hold your cake pops because your girl has something she needs to say. It would mean the absolute freaking world to me if you would share our podcast with your community on Instagram. So if you love this episode as much as I love you and you want to help our podcast create even more impact in this world, all you have to do is take a screenshot of this episode and share it with your community on Instagram stories, tagging me at Cake Money Consulting. Plus, it's a win-win because when you share it with your community on Instagram, then I get to share you with my community as well. All right, fam, wishing you a booty load of cake and a massive amounts of money. I love you so freaking much and I will see you next week. 